Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about hybrid working. Um, it's a topic that seems to be coming up again and again at the moment because people are really struggling to figure out how we're going to get people back to work. Um, what's it going to look like? When do we do it? How will we maintain the social distancing? What are we going to do um, about our lease? Do we sell our properties? So many questions that are going around. Um, so yeah, that's what today is all about. Um, now, I remember when lean was the buzzword. Then it went to agile and scrum and flexible benefits. Now, all of those terms are completely relevant even today. But yeah, they're not the buzzwords anymore. Now, 2020 was the, the year when remote working and furlough, R-rates and Zoom fatigue came into our common language. And for 2021, I think hybrid working is going to be the, the word on everyone's lips and occupying everyone's minds. Now, hybrid isn't just being seen as the saviour of the 21st century workplace. It's actually changing the way that people think about what work they do, um, what actually makes them happy. And these are really some quite deep questions, not just for leaders, but for everybody. They're having those thoughts, those conversations with their friends, with their partners, with their parents, with their colleagues. Um, now, already recruiters are finding it really hard to place talent in roles that are either 100% remote or 100% on site. You know, we've all done both and neither is the perfect solution for everyone. So is hybrid really the answer? Well, it could be, but it's actually not that simple either. Now, hybrid is that mix of working from anywhere and from the office too. It feels like freedom. It feels like empowerment. It feels like choice. But some people just don't want to be away from the office and their colleagues. And some people don't want to be in or do that daily commute or, or be stuck somewhere for eight hours a day under some kind of contract. Some people don't want to have a choice. Um, you know, they don't even have choice. Their work can't be done from the local coffee shop or their garden or a co-working space. And let's face it, choice is actually really, really tough. I mean, look how many options you have on your TV right now. Is it Netflix? Is it Sky? Is it um, Amazon Prime? And then you look at how many playlists you've got on Spotify or iTunes. I mean, it's overwhelming. It's too much choice almost makes the decision even harder and can kind of lead to more stress. So how do you kind of policy freedom? Um, because, you know, if hybrid working is going to be the thing that you do in your organisation, you're going to need a policy around it. You're going to need some kind of rules and some boundaries. And how do you as a leader get everyone in on the same day when you've given people freedom to choose where they work? Can you mandate it? Can you force people in on certain days um, uh, and for how long they've got to be there? which desks they're going to use. So the decision about who can work remotely and for what proportion of their time, it's got to have some structure around it. It's got to have some kind of rules, but not so stagnant and structured um, that people feel that a loss of that sense of empowerment and that freedom. You've also got to remember it's, you know, is it fair and consistent? You know, if you're giving people choice, is it going to cause some resentment if some people are never in and others are only in two or three days a week? What about if one manager um, wants everybody in all the time and another manager is really laissez-faire about it? So how do you make sure that 
the culture, the policy, the, the way in which you work is fair and consistent and is not going to cause politics, grudges, gossip and, and basically toxicity? Well, the answer is you need to engage others in the conversation. You need to find out how they want to work, what suits them, what's going on in their personal lives, um, what are their fears and their worries, and then together co-create an approach that feels fair for all. It might differ workplace to workplace, industry to industry, leader to leader, you know, that no one company is the same. And that's why I don't want to give you a list of things that you must do or you mustn't do. All I will say is that you have to listen to what your people want. Listen to what talent wants. You know, is your geographical location a, a limiting factor? Um, you know, is parking really rubbish? Is it busy motorways? Um, do you want to be able to hire people in different time zones, different locations? All of these are going to be informing the way in which you do remote, flexible or on-site working. So get clear on what you want as a leader and as an individual, the kind of work that you actually do, the culture that you want to do that work in um, and find a way to make it work. And you've got to make sure that all of your managers are on board, they understand what's right for your organisation, and so they don't just do things based on their own personal preferences. And know that you're not going to get it right straight away. You may need to trial it, you may need to just try it with the odd team to start off with, um, but you're going to need to adapt and change that's just the world that we work in. And, you know, the world of work will always change. So you need to be agile. It's that word again. Um, told you it was still about. But what it looks like in reality is really tricky. I mean, you might have three days in the office, two days out. Um, you might have all of a certain team in on a set day, or you might just leave the decision making to the individual. So they just pick and choose when they're in. Um, you might need to create flexible spaces, so redesign the office. Um, and those desks might need to become um, more working hubs, more collaborative spaces. I mean, it, you know, it could be really, really powerful in knocking down all of those departmental silos. You know, one day you could be working with Jodie from marketing and next day you're sat next to Max from finance. Um, you know, so it's a really great way to work collaboratively. And I've done that in the past and um, it was really lovely. And, you know, you never know who you're going to be bumping into that day when you decide to work from the office, um, you know, use their coffee, use their printers, all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, those informal formal networks, it just helps you find out what's going on, what's going on in other people's functions and departments and just getting different perspectives. So I think it's really lovely. You might decide that one day per month, everyone in your team comes together for a team day. It might be a meeting or just, I don't know, an idea creation session, just social time where you all go for lunch together or um, go for a walk together. You might do an evening. Um, you might form co-working spaces in key locations. So get rid of your main hub and just set them up all around the country so people can just, you know, use their credits to go and book a desk where they know their colleagues might be for that that day or for a morning um, what is more likely is that you will have some people online some people in the room and honestly facilitating those kind of meetings where you've got some people in the room with you some not is a skill that you're going to have to learn it is difficult it is challenging 
So really, there's no way to do a hybrid. I'd love to be able to say, this is how to do a hybrid. But the reality is, is you're going to have to figure it out for yourself. Every company, every culture, all the work that you do is different. And it's going to cause you to rethink how jobs are actually done and how work is structured, how to lead those projects. Are you going to go more matrix teams? How do you get the day-to-day routine jobs done? You might even find some tasks become redundant in the new world, replaced by AI, or now that people work remotely, um, they just don't need to do that, that function anymore. I have to uh, adapt this way with my own team. We all work remotely um, and we will be meeting up face to face. We live in the same city, which is amazing, but we've chosen to work remotely predominantly. Now, Fridays are the only days in our diary where we have our schedules clear enough for us to have a weekly meeting. You know, and I asked them, when is your best day? And we all looked together and we're like, okay, Fridays, that's the day. Um, and so they know, we, well, we all know what we need to do when we come to that meeting, how we need to show up, get prepared with the questions. Um, and so it's really efficient, you know, but some of the, the team members that they're really busy in the mornings and others, they are busy doing stuff in the afternoon. So None of us are working on projects all at the same time, but over a week. So our, our time is, is looked at in week slots. And so on that Friday, we say, right, what have we got to achieve next week? Who is doing what? Um, what do you need from me? OK, and then we get back together on the Friday and we look at our successes and planning ahead for the, the following week. But we have collaboration tools. We, we discussed how we're going to keep in contact. So we've got a SharePoint. We've got a WhatsApp group. We've got um, Zoom calls where we jump on and just have conversations. So it's really anytime, place, anywhere kind of working. And this is what Leader X does really, really well. Because they value autonomy and relationships and the experience of work and, and trying to make it fun and meaningful. So they build their organizations around those values and they hire based on those qualities. Their organizations play with different scenarios and find the best way to move forward. You might need to craft roles and responsibilities to best meet the needs of the customer, yourself and your people, but nothing is static. The job descriptions might get a little bit fuzzy, but they focus on outcomes now and values and behaviors rather than these are the 10 things that you must do in your job. And then even the tasks and outputs might become more hybrid. You know, for some parts of the job, they might be done at home. Some, you might be able to let them be in the park. Others, you might need to be in a workshop or on a production line physically in the place. Sometimes you might need privacy. Sometimes there may be GDPR issues or, you know, it's a sensitive conversation. So looking at all of the different activities and tasks and finding the right location for them is critical. So plan all those activities. So they allow for the flow, they allow for everybody to show up and be at their best. So online planning tools, collaboration tools like Trello or Slack, Google Docs, Mondays, all of those things need to go in your, I guess your text stack and your communication stack. And one of the biggest things in the new world is gonna be how you then manage performance. So you need to move away from this presenteeism and micromanagement mindset. So just because you can see that they're logged on or that they're physically sat in front of you doesn't actually mean to say that they're doing any work. So your shift needs to be more around daily or that weekly performance conversations. Focus on outputs. I mean, that's all you really need to be clear about in your delegation, isn't it? Who is doing what by when and what does good look like? 
And if you're not being clear about those, then don't be surprised if people are doing different tasks or it doesn't look what, like what you imagined it to be. You need to monitor the outputs, the behaviors. You need to be able to keep a record um, and, and just be able to assess performance because that's what you're enrolled to do, to deliver performance. You need to deal with the issues in real time, not until you next see them back in the office. You need to just pick up the phone, send them a message, say, look, I need to chat with you about this. Something's going wrong or I'm not feeling it. And it's a lot more informal in that sense. And then when praise is due, give it. But it's got to be meaningful. It's got to have context. It's got to be timely. It's got to be sincere. So remote working and hybrid working will really shift the focus away from where work is done and towards what work is being done. So your performance management becomes more about coaching and mentoring and supporting colleagues and peers to deliver. And then there's well-being. It's got to be a big focus in your, your mindset. I mean, how do you know how somebody's really doing when you don't see them every day? Let's face it, many managers didn't even know that their employees were doing well or not well, even if they were sat in front of them anyway. But hybrid working means that you need to be really aware of how your people are doing both mentally, physically and emotionally. Are they happy? Are they fulfilled? Are they engaged? Do they wake up motivated to achieve their goals or are they completely backing the team's mission? Are they aligned or are they stressed, anxious, disengaged, in chaos? Are they, are they not delivering the work? Are they not responding to your emails? Are they missing deadlines? These are all really good indicators that you really need to focus on. So you need to build some kind of welfare calls into your work. Um, yeah, they're more like informal check-ins. And it's not just about the work, it's about the person. How are they doing? What's on their mind? What do they need from you? How can you support them more? You know, really just, you know, focus on the outputs in terms of what's being done at one meeting and then focus on the human in the other. Now, leading others in this way means that you need to create the culture where people feel safe. They need to feel secure. They need to feel aligned. But, you know, you you as a leader really need to grow your emotional intelligence muscles to, to notice what's being said and not being said, to be able to have those coaching style conversations you need to be able to lead effectively in this hybrid model. Now, one of the areas that I really struggled with is onboarding new staff, training existing ones um, in new ways of working and developing talent. Now, honestly, if you were excelling in these in the old world, then hybrid is not going to be a challenge for you. You just need to rethink how it was delivered. I had to record myself doing all of my key tasks on Zoom, which meant me narrating over the top of um, the, the slides or whatever I was doing. And I had to really think about why am I doing this step? What comes next? And then store them all centrally on a drive so my new team members could go to the portal whenever they were working and, and get these how-tos. I set up the shared documents, WhatsApp groups, um, and so they could ask me any questions when they were struggling. And if I could, I could just jump on a call and, and help them out so they just don't feel alone, like they're struggling. Now, back in the day, I'd have probably sat with them at their desks and, and gone through the task with them, really just explaining and asking questions, check back understanding. Now I give them the training and then virtually sit with them when they need me. So it's not on my schedule, they're doing it on their schedule. 
So training sessions are being done online. My workshops are a blend of the online portal so they can do the modules when they need to do them, um, face-to-face, phone, Zoom, WhatsApp. So all of the training is hybrid. And the question I keep asking them is, what else do you need? How am I doing? How can I serve you more? You know, because I want to make sure that they've got the right tools for the job and they feel that they can approach me at any time. The result is that we formed a really fluid and trusting relationship. We have the structure, but we're also flexible. We are learning how to be together and learning as we go through. And when things aren't working, we name it. We, we co-create a solution together. They are involved as much as I'm involved. So when you're thinking about training on onboarding or performance management or reevaluating what work is done and where it's done, what policies you need to to create just remember that hybrid is an evolution and revolution it's here it's now but how it works will need continual improvement and tweaking you need to adapt as a leader and you need to help others adapt and develop in this new way of working so just remember it's an evolution and a revolution so get in touch let me know your thoughts follow the hashtag leaderx and if you do want help with this, because it's big stuff, it's a big change, get in touch by heading to the website, uh, www.3wh.uk.com. That's the number three in the letters W and H. I hope you found this useful and um, take care, everyone, and look after your own well-being. <laughs>